welcome back to another episode of Explain It Slowly. Slowly, 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 slowly. So while you're on repeat, I have a question <laughs> for you. Um, the other day you were telling me about uh, the Great Wall of China and I found it very interesting. So I figured what a great topic to share. Uh, so Lynn, what is the Great Wall of China? <laughs> okay. Uh, so it's a wall in China, uh-huh. and it's very large, so it's called the Great Wall. Uh-huh. <laughs> is it, like, insurmountably large, or is it just long? I guess it's large and long. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, like, several stories, I think, minimum height. Mm-hmm. It's about five and a half thousand miles long. Uh, that's pretty long. Yeah, so they they said it's roughly from Los Angeles to New York and back again. So now I don't know if that's just flying straight or if you're going like the the curvy road where you go through each city. That's gonna be even longer than well, that. well the the <laughs> the wall is a little curvy, right? So it, yeah, it goes. It, it's yeah. a wash. <laughs> yeah, it curves along mountain ranges, which mm-hmm. is the craziest thing I think. So unless you're Forrest Gump, you're not running the whole wall <laughs> in one go, right? Did he run the wall? In the movie? No, you ran the United States back and forth oh, like a few United- times. Okay. Until he got tired of it. That was, okay. that was his thing. Okay. So, it's very long. Yeah, and uh, there's quite a history a- a- around the wall itself. Like, because it goes, it's not, it wasn't just built by like one empire or like within a short period of time because it expands the entire length of China. So, it's pretty long. And it takes like, I wouldn't say thousands of years, but like I'd say pretty much every empire is there to keep it up, you mm-hmm. know. So the current existing uh, wall is built by the Ming Dynasty. Mm-hmm. And I think it's around the year like 1300, something like that. Yeah, 1368 to... 1634 no 1644 something like that so it's around that time and it took i mean they they kept it up and it wasn't just a wall like the idea of the wall was like oh to keep protect the people safe and like you know to keep the outsiders out which the the ming's uh greatest enemy were the mongols right from Mm -hmm. mongolia it's used as like a military uh, tactic in a way mm-hmm. you know there's a lot of um like sort of like defense mechanism that they built into the wall to help you know protect themselves right mm-hmm. so like along the wall there are these watchtowers which you know you can keep an eye on mm-hmm. outside of the city outside of the wall yeah, it gives you a vantage point exactly but then like along the wall itself there are these little holes sort of like that is carved out from the wall itself. Mm-hmm. And it's sort of like, kind of like a slide in a way. And at that part, like normally, like um, they would like take rocks and carved out the inside of the rocks and then stuff it with like gunpowder and a wick. And then they would roll it down these holes 
And of course, when it lands, it will blow things up, you know? A grenade. Yeah. So, like, there's all sorts of these things. There's, like, little holes for them to, like, shoot arrows or things out of, you know? Mm -hmm. Or maybe guns. I don't know. Did they Mm. have guns around that time? Probably not yet. No, not yet. But you know what I'm saying? But they Mm -hmm. had gunpowder. So, things like that, Mm -hmm. you know? So, it was really interesting. And then, like, at the base of, like... So they, so they, people, you know, investigated the wall and they discovered that at the base of the wall, there would be these like hidden tunnels Mm -hmm. and these tunnels would allow the soldiers, like the in-house, the, you know, soldiers to go through the tunnel and break through to the enemy side and like secretly attack, Mm -hmm. you know. So, so if, if they're concentrating on the wall itself, they're not going to notice yeah. people popping up from behind them yeah. that came from the wall that they were attacking. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So That's there's neat. all of these like military tactics that they put into when it comes to building the wall. And it's not just, oh, let's just put up a wall, mm-hmm. you know. So I've heard that uh, there when they were like um, taking a look in modern times at the wall, they noticed that there were a lot of dead people. And bodies that were in the wall. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you know anything about is that, that? Is that a real thing? I don't know if like the current wall. Mm-hmm. I mean, the current wall, of course, there's they didn't really investigate it, right? Because it's still standing. But I think they did find like remnants of like older walls. Mm-hmm. And oh, what, when I say older walls, it's because the, China went through many, many dynasties. Yeah, and. Each dynasty, in a way, a different build, China every single time. build their own wall to protect against their enemies, you know? Mm-hmm. So before the Ming Dynasty wall, there is the, back like 2,000 years prior, there is the, the Han's Dynasty, which they also build a wall themselves. And it seems like these guys sort of like build upon each other's walls, mm-hmm. in a way, to reinforce that barrier, right? Yeah, why start from scratch? Right. When there's already a perfectly good natural or older wall that you can kind of go yeah. and use. So I'll answer that question in a bit. Mm-hmm. But like continuing with the the um the current wall, which is the Ming's wall, it it stems from northeast of China all the way towards uh through the Gobi Desert. Mm-hmm. So heading west, right? All the way through the Gobi Desert and um at the end of that uh does at the end of that wall there is this fortress. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's the word fortress, yeah, right? Yeah, fortress, yeah. Yeah, there's this gigantic fortress at the end of the wall and they're like what is this thing? So it's literally like just a sort of like a gate in a way. One it acts as a gate and also acts as like a defense mechanism kind of idea, you know, anyone who kind of goes mm-hmm. through and this is out in, like, really far in yeah, the it's desert. A, it's a station for soldiers. Exactly. But also, like, there are these, um, it's known as, like, the the gate of, like, the devils or something like that. I forgot what the... They got poetic. The, the term <laughs> is. But pretty much anyone who is being exiled or being forced to leave China, never to come back, has to go through this this fortress gate Mm -hmm. and on the opposite side is the vast gobi Gobi desert which is like like nothing we're not going to execute you but (laughs) exactly (laughs) good luck so anyone who goes through is pretty much never meant to return Mm -hmm. and there were like there uh they found lots and lots of tombs um 
like miles and miles away in the desert but i didn't do much research on that there's mention that there's like mm -hmm. lots of tombs out there a topic for another day <laughs> the tombs of the gobi desert <laughs> so yeah it's really interesting there's a little fun fact about this place oh this place is actually called uh jayuquan i i like, excuse my pronunciation. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but but pretty much Jiayuquan, at the end, like, in this place, is really interesting is that um, during the construction of this place, the commander at that time, like, asked the designer or the architect, like, exactly how many bricks is it going to take to build this place? And the guy was like, well, it's going to take... Uh, 99,999 bricks to build this place and the commander was a little bit skeptical he's like are you sure it's gonna take that so then the the architect was like fine i'll add one more brick <laughs> so he added one extra brick but by the end of the construction there was one brick left over so what do they do with that brick they place that so at at the fortress, there are two gates, one on the east and one on the west. So they took that brick and they just placed it on top of at one of the gate. Not bound, like not glued down or anything, like just placed right on top. And it's still there today. Do you know what that sounds like to me? <laughs> that sounds like when someone is a little drunk and they're telling like the embellished version <laughs> of a story. Um, and... Yeah, that 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 reeks of some of that, and like, of course we can. It's like, who knows? It's in history, and yada yada yada. But like, yeah, there's a little of that like creeping in, in the back of my mind. I'm just gonna put that out there. A little bit of creativity in that story there. <laughs> yeah, a little embellishment, like ex on the exact number. It's like, did anyone is anyone gonna count nowadays? What if it's like several million bricks? And it's not exactly in the nine nine nines that they're so proud of. So. Well, anyway, it was a fun story. You ask, I tell. Thanks. And if anyone wants to, to see like what what on earth fortress we're talking about or what on earth map yeah, we're we'll, talking about, we'll, we'll check include, the show notes. Yeah, we'll include pictures and all that. Yeah, and the, and the chapter art. So if you have a if you have a podcast player that has chapter art, take a look, but not while you're driving. Pause your car. <laughs> Pause your car first. So, so that was one, uh, that was a really fun fact about the Jia Yuquan. So, there's that. Hmm. So now, continuing going back more into the history of how the wall was built, right? Mm -hmm. So, roughly about like 200 or so miles west of this fortress, they found remnants of like an older wall, which has like broken down. There's like only like a few feet of it now at this point. Mm -hmm. But with like... I guess, like, I don't know, with modern technology now, they were able to estimate that the wall used to be around probably, like, 20 feet or, or so. Mm -hmm. And So are we looking at the top of the 20-foot wall? or No, the we're looking at wall? the bottom, like, so what's it, crumbled it down. Because, yeah, it, because I, I know, like, in lots of older, like, ancient cities, you have to dig them up because soil gets added mm -hmm. over time. Right, right, right. So I was wondering if this was such a case where like we're only really seeing the tip of the wall because over time sand and soil and dust got deposited around it like making it seem shorter does that mm -hmm. make sense no it seems like this is like it has fallen down okay. and this is what's left of mm -hmm. it and uh 
And based on the material and what they were they found around the ruins, they were able to date it back to the Hans dynasty, which were about a hundred no a thousand five hundred years prior to that. Mm-hmm. So then, around that time, um, the wall, um, the this wall, it was actually quite important because so the Silk Road, like China's main trade route, runs along there, and this ro- route is very important because it opens up China to the rest of the world in terms mm-hmm. of trading, right? Yeah. So the Hans uh, built this wall, one also to protect that route. Because people would use camels and things like that to tread along, right? Mm-hmm. So the wall was quite important. Yeah, to add a little bit to that, like China is a, a lot of desert and a lot of mountains. Mm-hmm. So like the one path to go through is the one path that everyone knows about. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you really want to be protecting it uh, if you want trade to happen smoothly, especially as people need to travel it's like thousands of kilometers mm-hmm. to get to you. You, you want to make it easy for them. So when they were there, they discovered that, like, like since part of the wall was still there, they found things like arrowheads that are made of bronze and irons and things like that. And that actually dated back to the Huns dynasty. Mm-hmm. And the wall at that time wasn't made from bricks like it is today. It's made from earth. Mm-hmm. That is like just rammed down with like something called reeds with our like really thick grass mm-hmm. and kind of like dirt. Mm-hmm. But it's since you're like, I guess, mixing the two things, mixing the two things. Yeah. And since it's deep in the desert, like it dries out, <laughs> earth is like, you know, just naturally there, you know, it's really easy resource mm-hmm. to use. So that that was an interesting thing. And then um, while they were there, they they discover like miles away from the ancient wall, mm-hmm. they discover these ruins of like towers. Mm-hmm. And these towers are standalone. They're not attached to any of the old wall. So they were curious as like, why would you build a wall that is a, a tower that is away from the wall and deep in like the enemy land, you know? Mm-hmm. So it turns out these towers are used as like, what what, what is it? Watch points. Yeah, watch points, you know? And it will, and like, they, they found like these wooden slips or like sticks with like writings on it still mm-hmm. that shows like, that like ex- explicitly lay out the rules of what the soldiers needs to do when they spot the enemies coming Mm -hmm. right so like the rules would be like you need to set out like put up a fire and you can't let the fire burn out you need to keep it going until morning and on there there are rules like you need to like they have specific way of like relaying back how many soldiers are coming mm-hmm. all the way down to like down the defense line toward then towards like the commander where the armies are and stuff mm-hmm. like that so it was really interesting yeah so it's communication at the speed of light before you have like easy communication at the speed of light mm-hmm. right back when you had to rely on someone on a horse to or someone to run yeah like, there ain't no running for yeah, this <laughs> uh it would take forever to kind of get the the message across but mm-hmm. if you just had to light uh a fire and then the next tower light, sees, sees your fire. fire lights a fire yeah next tower sees the fire lights the fire very quickly you can get all the way down the chain and you can see it yeah so um, fun fact about chinese as a language 
okay. that I learned about. So you mentioned that they wrote it on little wooden sticks. Yeah. Uh, basically. Um, so depending on how old these uh, wooden sticks were, mm-hmm. uh, it basically dates, it could date back to the origins of the Chinese language. So before you had paper that was like widespread, uh, you would use pieces of bamboo to actually write on. And since bamboo were vertical, Chinese writing would be vertical. You'd go from top down rather than left to right, as many English speakers are very used to. Um, And the other reason Chinese characters look the way they do is because you have to carve those characters. Mm -hmm. So lots of straight lines uh, to kind of chisel into the piece of wood what you wanted to say. Um, And that's why a Chinese character has so many straight lines because that was the necessity of the writing instrument, which was like either a blade or a chisel, something mm-hmm. to carve into the piece of wood to have your message stand the test of time, whether that's a small amount of time or a longer amount of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, the 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 piece of... Uh, so I got all of this facts from the <laughs> a National Geographic video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll put the link to that video. It's really interesting. But in the video, they show that like... These wooden slips have actually ink writing on it. Mm-hmm. So, like, so it's, ink it's was probably already, much more modern. Yeah, ink mm-hmm. was already a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it does go back to the Chinese, like, yeah, language yeah. history. It does come from, like, actual pieces of bamboo that you have a long strip of and you just start writing on it and then get another piece of bamboo, you know? Yeah, imagine writing a book, man. Mm-hmm. No punctuation. Just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> No, I think there are punctuations. They use like dots or like to indicate. No, 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 not what it is we have today. But like they would use like dots to indicate this is the beginning of the the mm-hmm. the beginning or like things like that. So mm-hmm. I think there are certain type of punctuation, not punctuation like we have today, like commas, period, colons, and things. Mm-hmm. But I'm sure they have their own system to indicate this is the end of one section. This is the beginning of a of a story that kind of Mm -hmm. idea i'm sure they do but yeah so prior to this there was the very first part of the great wall which is built by qing shi huang Mm -hmm. the very first emperor of china right the first paranoid guy yeah (laughs) so we're only going back about like 20 years or so is you know Mm -hmm. in, in terms of like the history line we're only going back that amount of years but and and he was the first to uh unite china because before he became the first emperor china was divided up into like seven empires seven like warring empires and there's constantly war going on mm-hmm. but he was one of those empires and he won and united the entire china and of course during that time since there's constantly war going on all of these little empires themselves have their own walls Mm-hmm. You know, and when Qing Shi Huang um, conquered China, he he then uh, combined all those individual walls together and extended the wall even further. And that's sort of like the beginning of what the wall is today. Mm-hmm. You know, there was I think they were talking about like about 3000 miles or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then. You know, and then the Han comes and build upon that because part of the walls come down or things like that. And then you have the Ming. Like, over the dynasties, people build upon each other. And, of course, with better material, better, you know, better techniques and things like that. Mm -hmm. So the wall that we know today 
is that the one from the most recent Ming Dynasty, or is it the one from all the way back uh, from the Qin Dynasty? The wall we know today is from the recent Ming Dynasty. Okay. And like I said, there's remnants of walls mm-hmm. that are left behind. But nothing that really survived the test of time. I think it... Unless it was rebuilt for I by think the Ming so. Dynasty. I think so. Like walls that fall down rebuilt and then like just made better with more like with like military tactics involved in it whereas Mm -hmm. before it was just literally mud (laughs) yeah well they didn't have much yeah there weren't too many people back then yeah so your question about like were there like actual people dying in the wall and things like that like I like I didn't look into it, and I don't know if they actually have historical, like written historic stories that said, "Oh, so and so died, and his body got thrown in the wall." But throughout China, like the history of China, there's been a lot of like fiction stories. There's a lot of like music and things like that embellishments that, <laughs> that revolved around the idea of building the wall and Qin Shi Huang was known for his really cool cruel tactics and like he was a harsh person paranoid crazy you know go, like to the max right mm-hmm. so he like during the construction of this wall like he commanded like 300,000 soldiers to go build the wall and like nearly half a million of just laborers to build the wall and of course the majority of them died mm-hmm. right like you you go that's your death sentence pretty much you mm-hmm. know so i guess those ones may have ended up may have ended up i mean like what's the point of going and buried a body when you have a ditch right here that you just mm-hmm. dug and <laughs> why not just throw it well, in well like it might just be me, but bodies don't make the best building materials. They deteriorate over time, make a yeah. make a soft spot in your wall, and then your wall gets destroyed. All because you put bodies there instead of yeah, yeah, more yeah. soil and rock. So yeah. just saying, not the best construction material. Not saying that we should be using bodies for anything other than like letting them live. <laughs> That's the best use of bodies. I mean, maybe it depends on like the material. Well, the current wall is laid is with bricks, right? Mm-hmm. Like bricks upon bricks upon mm-hmm. bricks. So, I mean, I would think it's hard to put a like throw a body in there and put a brick over it because it doesn't really work, right? It's, I don't know. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But if it's mm-hmm. maybe if the wall is made out of clay or like, you know, mud or dirt that it's just going to like envelop and then just stay, then I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So if you wanted to go see the wall, I've heard you can go to space and see it, um, <laughs> or you can you can do the normal person thing and go to China, which is what you did, right? Yeah, yeah. Don't go to space. I mean, what a waste of money. Just to see the <laughs> and wall, and you only get to see it. You don't even get to like walk it, touch it, and like smell it or whatever, you know, or lick it if you want. But you get to see the whole thing. You do get to see the whole thing. Yes. You just got to bring binoculars with you. <laughs> So, joking around, don't go to space just to see the Great Wall of China. You can do that in Google Earth, um, and it's probably, like, way more convenient, and you can get over it in the two minutes that it's interesting, (laughs) and then move on. Um, So, there's that. Or you can go to China, right? Yeah, yeah, you can go to China. And and if you do go to China, like, what is it like to visit the wall? Do you start walking and do the Uh, Forrest Gump thing and walk the whole thing, or...? You can't really walk the whole thing, because... 
it's freaking like over 5,000 miles long. Mm -hmm. You can't really walk the whole thing. And also like it's not walkable even if you want to walk it because, you know, you're going to be like walking in part of the the mountain range or desert that is not as in like those part of the walls aren't being kept Mm -hmm. like up to standard nowadays because no one's there you Mm -hmm. know so it's basically only the parts that pass through cities that yeah the 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 part that pass through main cities the part like where all the tourists are those are the wall those are the part of the wall that is pretty sturdy Mm -hmm. (laughs) whereas if you're you're going into like the they added some modern engineering to keep it up (laughs) probably or if you go to like the gobi desert or like at the end of it it's like uh you probably don't want to walk that part you know Mm -hmm. because the thing is like you don't know it's probably pretty sturdy but at the same time no one is there to keep make sure the thing is structurally Mm -hmm. sound where you can walk on it yeah you're alone basically yeah but yeah i went to china in 2006 long long yesterday yeah when i was actually in high school mm-hmm. and it was a dilemma for me at that point because like do i go on this vacation with my family or do i stay home and do volunteer work which i needed to graduate and i'm like vacation it is <laughs> a choice well chosen though it we didn't go to china initially we went it was a family vacation and we went to vietnam mm-hmm. and while i was in vietnam uh, uh my aunt my mom's aunt so my great aunt took my brother and i to china because they had two kids that were at our age as well mm-hmm. and we kind of got along a vacation so, on a vacation a vacation on a vacation while my parents stayed in vietnam <laughs> they liked us kids also because we were from america so it's like oh they have a great future so let's take them instead you know mm-hmm. that was the idea or at least that's what it felt like mm-hmm. because, they'll remember us yeah <laughs> that's a little sad but but maybe they just wanted to show you china because they thought it was cool it, it was cool like mm-hmm. so we went we went we did the whole tourist thing we had our own tour guy normally you join a group no we had our own mm-hmm. like our <laughs> like that's how wealthy they were they hired their own tour guy for the entire like two weeks or one week that we were there and like yeah it was really interesting we went to beijing we saw the the forbidden palace you can't really go in but you're in like the the quads mm-hmm. you know and it's a big quad <laughs> Uh, we went to, um, Lady Yang. She's, like, one of the very, she's, like, a very popular, uh, concubine. I think that's the term, concubine, in, like, China's history because she's known for her beauty. Mm -hmm. In China history, there's only four, like, beautiful women that is, like, known to have brought the empire down. And she's one of those. And we went to her, um, sort of like her palace. Yeah. She survives to this day. (laughs) Strong and beautiful. We went to Beijing. We went to Xi'an, which is another, I think that used to be like the old capital. So we went to the wall there as well. It's big. So do you you fly around to go to these different places? Yes, we flew. (laughs) <laughs> yes we flew from city to city <laughs> interesting well yeah it's like ginormous yeah um despite that it's one time zone which i always find kooky it's like in one part of the country tw- like 8 a.m is in pitch black and the other part it's in like past noon oh really well yeah it's one time zone imagine 
the whole of the U.S. being one time zone. How weird that would be. Oh. We're, but we're still on the same, like, in terms of, like, light and night. We're still the same, no? Well, no. The, or is the, the people in the east? So the pe- sun is going to hide faster on one side than the other, right? Oh. Oh, so that, that's really weird. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. So it's, like, 8 p.m. and the sun is, like, morning or, what, or like, the opposite? Well, not 8 p.m., but, like, 8 a.m. could be very dark at the same time as 8 a.m. On, a, on the other coast. coast? Can you say coast? No, because uh, it's not a, not a One coast. side has a coast. <laughs> <laughs> the inland, right? Yeah. But, yeah. So, cool. Thanks for telling me about the Great Wall of China. Yeah. We should go sometimes together. Mm, one day. One China, day. if you're hearing this, we don't hate China, so please, please don't I mean, prevent don't... us from entering the country. <laughs> we didn't say anything bad. We're sharing the the great history of China with the rest of the world in the in the form of the Great Wall. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, like, I've been critical in the past. And for a country that has erected one wall to keep people out, I'm sure they find new new walls to... Okay, you should just stop talking, because then I... What if I want to go back in the future <laughs> and I can't? Okay. Thanks for listening. Bye, everyone. Be Bye. sure to follow Lynn at L-I-N-H-B-O-U-N-I-O-L on Twitter if you want to learn more about the Great Wall of China and other fun facts. That she does not share. <laughs> this is it. This is all there is. So there's not going to be learn more. <laughs> there's not going to be learn more. But yeah, follow her when you want to know when new episodes come out. And that's how you'll learn new facts. Sure. <laughs> okay. Oh, and, and and if you want to learn more about anything, anything, you can follow Dimitri <laughs> at D-I-M-I-T-R-I-B-O-U-N-I-O-L on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> nice. <laughs> that was my first uh, call to action. Call to action. Cool. cool. See you next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. <laughs>